from the Naked News Studios in Toronto, Canada, you're listening to Talk Naked. The relationship between photographer and model is so very special. At least, it should be. I'm a big believer in the chemistry between the two harmonizing for the best possible outcome. Sometimes it's a full, balanced collaboration of concept, and sometimes it's one of the two artists leading the vision. When creating adult content or pornographic content, trust is essential. In the photographer-model dynamic, it's the only way to guarantee the most impact in the work. It's the only way to motivate all to do their absolute best work possible. Until I worked with famed Brooklyn-based photographer Ellen Stagg, I hadn't truly experienced the beauty and possibility in my own sexual self-expression. Needless to say, it was with Ellen that we shot my explicit and iconic Taboo magazine spread. Enjoy my chat with Ellen and just know that I had this talk naked. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Schmooze. Laura Desiree here, coming to you from Brooklyn, New York. Mm, Love it. Today, I have the grand pleasure of sitting with legendary photographer Ellen Stagg. Hello. Hi. Ellen, my goodness, I do mean legend. I mean, (laughs) that is the word for you. Can you tell our viewers a little bit about your career? Um, I've been a photographer for over 25 years, including studying. I went professional in 1999, back when it was just film, (laughs) way before digital. Um, I got my BFA at the School of Visual Arts, and it wasn't until 2005 when I met Justine Jolie did I get really into more adult stuff. Yes, and, and this is exactly what I wanted to make sure we spotlight for the viewers, is that it's not just, you know, uh, interior design photography, it's not product <laughs> photography, it's not food photography, it's it's naked people, yes. naked bodies, naked yeah. women, and you shoot for some absolutely iconic publications. Yes. So talk to me about the joy of shooting nudity. <laughs> Well, I've always been a pervert, and I realized that at a young age, even in high school when I was doing photography, I was photographing some of my friends scantily clad, and my teacher was like, you know you're underage, right? Like, you can't do this. And it wasn't until I got to college that I was like, oh, wait, this is the license to get naked, you know, being in... Uh, New York City Um, but then I got signed to my first agent in 99 and I was doing magazine work and advertising and fashion and stuff and and I loved the work and the pay was great but I just felt like there was a piece of me missing and it wasn't until I met Justine Jolie and met the people in the adult community that I was like oh wow this is amazing so so that that encounter with Justine Jolie tell us what that project was what that assignment was the first time I met Justine, she was in New York and was she had her own website at the time, so she was trying to get somebody to make content for it. And she contacted a photographer out in LA, he contacted a photographer here, and he didn't have time, so he asked me, and I was like, yeah, sure. And at the time, I was still also shooting film. Right. And so I was like, I guess she can come over. And I didn't even like, this is 2005, so Google was a thing, but it wasn't like you could really like. We didn't rely on it, we didn't depend on yeah. it, it was still new. I didn't have an iPhone where I could just whip up pictures no. of porn stars, you know? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure, she looks pretty, and I didn't realize what, she's also was like the lesbian queen of porn she was a legend and so she came over to my apartment and i stripped all the sheets off the bed and did it on a bare mattress and 
um, we started off with some lingerie and then she was doing the craziest stuff. Like she did pile driver and stuck her finger in her butthole. And I was just like, okay. And I shot it. And she told me years later that she did that trying to test if I was cool or not. Wow. Cause we shot maybe a minimum of 50 times after that. Wow. And she could, and I was like, you never did that again. You never stuck your finger in your butt again. And she goes, well, I was trying to push your buttons to see if you would react and you were cool. And wow. I was like, Okay. And it's so after the, Yeah, yeah. So after the shoot, I had to scan in the film. <laughs> so archaic. Those the old days. The old days. The way things were. Yes, back in the day. So I scanned in the film, uh, sent it to her, and she was like, if you ever come to LA, I know a bunch of girls I can introduce you to. And I actually shot Misumi Max around the same time, too. And this is when Misumi wouldn't even take off her underwear. Wow. <laughs> and of course, Masumi now has risen to be an absolute icon in the business. Completely. Yeah. Completely. So yeah, it was so funny that, I mean, 16 years ago. Um, but yeah, so then I went to LA and met Jelena Jensen and some other amazing women. And it just like snowballed from there. And I didn't, I mean, like if I had any idea how big Justine was, I think yeah. I would have been a lot more nervous. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes that's, you know, the... The blissful reality of it is that you don't have all the facts up front, but you've got that raw excitement to do it. Yes. And it's a passion for you. Yes. Absolutely. And I like, I prefer not to Google somebody's hardcore porn before I shoot them anyway. I want to know them as a person, not them as the well, character. That makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do I it go after. In. Oh, I go in. I go in. You know, there's something about it. I mean, interviewing, you know, people in the business, I find myself always going to all of their content immediately. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to try your approach. Oh. And just go in not seeing them in the throes of it. I mean, I guess for you, if you're doing an interview, mm. you want to have some kind of background mm -hmm. to them, but I just don't want it all spilled out. I want to get to know them. Like I shot a trans woman once that didn't tell me they were trans until we were shooting. Wow. And I turned to her and I was like, I, I'm happy that you're out and proud about your transness, but I would say after because the entire time I was shooting then I it was in my head yeah. you know I don't want to be in my head I just want to take great pictures yeah yeah I, I mean talk about being a woman in this profession as as a, a naked model someone who's worked with a bunch of photographers they're always men always men so how has the experience been different and what do you think the benefit is what have you heard from models in working with a female photographer um I mean I've heard everything from some models are like I hate working with women and I'm like okay what's wrong like what did these other women do to you <laughs> and then I've heard other things where they're like wow that was so much more like respectful and comfortable and so I just felt I I try to treat I photographed you recently yeah. and I try to treat my models the way I want to be treated so as long as we can check in with each other and as long as I go, I email all the things that you're comfortable with beforehand. And as long as we could do that and that we're on the same page, I'm, I try my hardest to give you the utmost respect mm -hmm. and make sure you're comfortable. So it's a wonderful like procedure that you've set up for anyone that is going to shoot with you because we did. We, we shot uh, a couple a week ago, maybe. Yeah. A I week ago. Say, yeah. Yeah. And it was a wonderful experience. Oh, and I definitely, I, I went further than I would in other photo shoots, but you know, I was feeling very comfortable being in your presence and, and checking in every step of the way as we go. Is that something that you just developed over time as you started photographing, not just nudity, but sexuality? I mean, my 
teens and early 20s, I did some modeling for friends, especially in college. And I just realized that I want my models to be treated the way I would want to be treated. So yeah, I mean, and there's little things like little tricks that I figured out through the way if I'm shooting outside, have a yeah. fanny pack on instead yeah. of your purse, you know? But like- It's a life hack right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> that way you don't have to worry. So true. But, um, but yeah, I just try to make sure because I don't want any model to walk away feeling uncomfortable mm -hmm. or it was a bad experience. Yeah. I want them to be like, that was awesome. I'm proud of the work I did that day. In today's day and age, that's so essential. Yes. It really, really is. So aside from uh, checking in as often as you can, making sure the consent is there, how else do you get the best out of your models? I mean, I, I can say from our experience that you're very great at direction. You have an incredible reference library in your mind of, <laughs> of you know. And my phone. <laughs> yes, and in your phone. And I, I love working off of famous moments of pop culture. Yeah. So how do you motivate your models? How do you uh, direct them to the visions that you want to photograph? It is like, sometimes I will just show them pictures on my phone. Yeah. Are you okay with this pose? Yes, okay, let's recreate that. Or I do say stuff like, I want you to go into your happy place and make sure, because if, if I gave, like, w I brought some clothing for you to wear to our shoot, yeah. and you put something on, and you're like, I'm not feeling this. So I was like, well, then we're not shooting it. Yeah. Because if you're not feeling it, it's, that's all that's gonna translate on camera. And the body restricts yes. in those moments. Yeah. You're less available yes. to, to creating. Exactly. When you're not feeling that yeah. comfort. Yeah. It's funny, when you gave me that opportunity, we're gonna end up accompanying this interview with mm -hmm. you know pictures that we've shot. Yeah. Um, but once, uh, you know, once you gave me that out, when I wasn't feeling it, I felt better. Good. I wanted to, Good. you know, I wanted to continue with that level of confidence and, and it was very motivating. So but it's, part. if you were a fashion model, yeah. you don't have that choice and you're getting paid. Yeah. To wear a piece of clothing that designer made for that season, then that's one thing. But if you're being somebody who's more sexually open, if I'm restricting that openness yeah. with a piece of clothing, yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Ellen, you're, you're not just, you know, a, a loved member of the community. You're also a highly decorated member of the community. Talk to me about some of the major uh, proud moments, accomplishments, magazine covers, awards. Let's go. <laughs> um, last year, 2020, I had the cover of Hustler's Anniversary, which was the first time I shot for Hustler, which to get the anniversary cover, I was like, that's insane, Major. yeah. And and it was Larry was still alive, so he picked the image. And the anniversary cover is always iconic. Like you can Google ones from 40 years ago. Um, so that was amazing and still blows my mind. Um, I've also won alt porn fa fan favorite photographer, favorite photographer, and for my book, the first one, Dirty Girl Collection. Um, Dirty Girl Collection came out of like four or five years ago and then my second book came out a year and a half ago. I didn't win for my second book. I was nominated, but okay. that's okay. Get ready for that third book. <laughs> get ready for that third book. We're going to break boundaries with that one. Okay. It's going to win a Pulitzer Prize. Like get ready. And I was nominated just recently. They just had the award ceremony in LA and it was virtual. And I couldn't stay awake for it because I'm old. Oh my gosh. No, but Ellen, that's also pandemic. Like, yeah. I noticed that around 10 o'clock, I start shutting down. Yeah. Oh, I stayed up till 2 a.m. Can't do it. 
and I, I was I like, be able to make it. I can't do it. Yeah. So I messaged them yesterday. I was like, just dying to know. I doubt I won for a photographer, but a couple of my sets were nominated. So that would be exciting, but I'm just curious. <laughs> So when this comes out, maybe they will know better well, than we'll I will. Banner across to confirm whether or not it went your way. I have a good feeling about it personally. You're on a hot streak right now, <laughs> which is very admirable. My goodness. Thank you. Talk to me about your biggest influences in photography. So where do you pull your inspiration from? Mostly the, all the classics from Helmut Newton to... Um, uh, Bettina Rimes, who's a, a French photographer, uh, Ellen Van Unworth. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, they're all like in the fashion world, but they also did stuff that was very erotic. And Helmut Newton also did like straight up porn and worked for Playboy back in the day. Right. So those are some of my favorites. Um, I, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I'm very also very influenced by movies. Like mm -hmm. we were just talking about Night Porter and how like that's such a classic and such a a movie that I don't even know could come out these days because no. it's very Stockholm syndrome boundary pushing yes and uh and in that sense so iconic yes it's the reason why it's still identifiable today in the culture you see that uh that military hat I'm yes. gonna say and that the suspenders way. yep you yeah. see that and look the gloves. and you know that that comes from the night porter yeah and Madonna did it in the early 90s yeah. and it's still like 30 years later I mean yeah. the movie came out in the 70s so 50 years later you also know directed by a woman yeah which is, you know, again, with this and whole if, theme of today's interview. <laughs> <laughs> and if nobody's seen Night Porter, you have to see it. Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, it's an insane, amazing movie. What so Total fantasy. Yeah. Amazing. So, so I do get influenced a lot by movies. Um, but I also try not to get too influenced because I still want my photography to look like my photography. I've had so many... Um, photographers try to copy mm -hmm. like I know this one photographer who all her work looks Annie like Annie Leibovitz and right. I was like who wants to be junior Annie Leibovitz there's already an Annie right. Leibovitz but being an original is hard today totally you know there's just there's been such a variety of heavy hitters that have made a place for themselves you know in the history books yes. so being an original is challenging how would you describe your photography style what would people say uh, that makes an Ellen Stagg photograph I mean I Thankfully, I've had friends be like, you know, when I see your work, I know it's yeah. your work. Um, I know that I like to do color. Mm. I rarely shoot black and white. I don't. I love black and white photography. I can sometimes reference it. Like I was just looking at Herb Ritz's book, which love is also her. classic. Mm. But I don't. I like bright colors. I like nature. I love putting people into boxes like a doorway or a staircase, things of that sort. So it, the the frame is within within the frame. Right. So, but then that. also just that that thrill and excitement of a woman just having agency over their own self and being happy. And I've had a lot of people say that to me. They're like, your models look always so happy. Yeah. Or they just think they're my friends. Yeah. Like I keep a stable of them in my backyard. <laughs> I'm like, no, these are professionals. Yeah, wheel them out, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that is, that's again, the benefit of working with a master like Thank you, you. Is that you get that effect. And uh, it's certainly something that I can say I have felt working with you. Thank you. I'm sure our viewers are just desperate to know where they can find your content, where they can get in touch. So please let us know all that info. My site, stagstreet.com. You can check out stuff there. Um, otherwise on social media, just Ellen Stagg, spelled with two Gs. 
Yeah. It's so iconic. Ellen <laughs> I know. And that's my oh. legal name. Like when or I Or Desiree's my legal name. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> See? We were made of, for this. Just a couple of total blonde icons over here <laughs> working with our real names. Ellen, thank you so much for today. And I hope all of you at home are just as thrilled to have met Ellen today. Uh, all the way from Brooklyn here in fabulous New York. For the schmooze, for Naked News, I'm Laura Desiree. See you next time. <laughs> Yay! Nailed it. Hope you enjoyed my chat with the incredible Ellen Stagg. Remember to check out the video version of that interview. All you have to do is go to nakednews.com. And make sure you're keeping up to date with all things Talk Naked by following us on our Instagram account at Talk Naked Podcast. We'll see you back here real soon.